Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Everybody, welcome to another episode of SCNS Live, the super cool nerd show. Thank you guys out there in the super cool nerd nation for joining us for another hour of whatever we do. It's just anyway, I hey. am Jason the X. That is Cass. What are we doing? Nope, that's we do a not show. Cass. It's a weekly thing. Incorrect. I, that's okay. You did. I did. You know, I was off. All right. Letter. That's <laughs> almost Hi, two Kat. Years. I'm sorry I'm getting your name wrong. It's been almost two years. It has been. And clearly... I didn't forget. Maybe in season 10, everyone. Maybe we just had a little too much of the bubbly. Not bubbly. Anyway. Anyway, Cat. There's Cass. Actual Cass. Hello. Actual Cass. Take my mu- take. Why are you wearing my hat? Because it was in my chair. Where's Bryce? Yeah, that's fair. How? How? And now, suspect number two behind the board is uh, Cora. Excuse me. I should not be a suspect. This is criminal profiling. I don't appreciate it. What are you profiled based on? (laughs) (laughs) Something that you actually did? Uh, I'm trying to figure out what's the stereotype I'm missing here for her, you know? Person. (laughs) The (laughs) caucasity. Oh, I was. That's fair. I thought it was just based on the fact that I, in my spare time, just watch a lot of crime show dramas. But like documentaries, not the actual drama. See, she's that kind of person where I'm not saying I did it, but here's a book on how I would if I had done it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you, how, OJ. That's how psychopaths get caught. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They want to brag about it. You put it on the internet. Anyway, we are, it's a, it's an unusual topic for us. It's actually, it's the spooky season. Spooky. 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 spooky scary. And it's not all about us as adults. We need to do family things. So one of those best family-friendly movies, I guess, experiences. Horror films, Halloween films. I don't think horror goes quite into the family-friendly. Well, I mean, there's some that are like, they're like kid movies, but at the same time, they can kind of scare the jabezas out of you know, Jesus. 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 No, I can't I wait J- to share the Jibesus. magic of human centipede with my children. To be fair, just sounds like a really bad candy. To be fair, my cousin, when he was like five, his favorite movie was Freddy Krueger and Nightmare on Elm Street. That is so. Oh, my first horror film that I ever saw was The Silence of the Lambs. So. Ooh, that's such a. Good and already in chat, <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth, family friendly. No. <laughs> No, that's. I mean, Jason the X. I mean, Jason Ten wasn't. That's a horrible family movie. It dep- It all depends on how your kids react to horror. It's a good boy. I did not react well. I was scared of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> See. <laughs> I mean, so is all China. That's so. for later. That's for later. That is for much later. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys out there for joining us. You know how we kick this thing off. Let's start off some super cool nerd news. Well, if you are a fan of musicals, uh, and if you are a fan of the V Diggs, you're going to love this. 
So currently, David Diggs is in talks to play Sebastian the Crab in the live-action Little Mermaid movie. Uh, for those who do not know, David Diggs uh, played Lafayette slash Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton, uh, which, I mean, it's been out, what, like five years now? So, like so most people should probably know who David Diggs is, if these of you are a musical uh, theater nerd. Uh, he's currently talks to play... Oh, rap, yeah. Uh, was it Freestyle Above Supreme? Mm-hmm. So uh, he's in currently talks to play Sebastian the Crab. Uh, currently they have, uh, let's say this, it's not, it's not Halle Berry. It's, it sounds very much the same, but it's Halle Bailey will portray Ariel, uh, who she is from Chloe and Halle, who is uh, sisters that started off doing YouTube covers and then uh, they were really good. So they got signed and they've been on tour with like Jay-Z and Beyonce. Uh, and they've released EPs and all this other stuff. So uh, she's been tapped to play Ariel, and of course, Melissa McCarthy has also been tapped to play uh, Ursula. And Javier Bardem is on board to it play. It's that's the Fox live action. Wow. They're doing a Fox live action, and then they're doing a movie version. Mel- what Melissa McCarthy is Ursula. She's oh. like has absolutely been cast as yes. oh, Okay. And then they've got Javier Bardem on board to play King Triton. I was on the Terry Crews wagon. Yeah, I, I, I was really was on too. So uh well, now is, we can get a free email. Well, this is <laughs> uh, it is gonna be directed by Rob Marshall and it's written by Devin McGee. Uh it will incorporate original songs from the eighty nine animated classic, as well as new tunes from original composer Ali M- I'm going to say this wrong. Mencken? Alan Mencken. Alan Mencken. Yep, thank you. Uh, with the lyrics by Hamilton Curtis Lynn Lin- Miranda, one of my personal heroes. Uh, and uh, Miranda's also producing the film along with um, Rob Marshall and uh, Mark Platt and John DeLuca. Uh, but yeah, in the original series, Sebastian is a Jamaican crab and advisor to King Triton and delivers one of the movie's most famous songs, Under the Sea. So I am excited to see W. Diggs become a Jamaican crab. I'm wondering if they're going to keep his slightly unfortunate French accent. It's Jamaican. Oh. Well, in the original it was Yeah, I mean, it was the 80s, so I don't know. And that's that's my question, yeah. is if they're going to keep his, his accent. I think I, you I, would have to. If you're going to so? play, if you're going to do Under the Sea, the you whole can't. song has a Caribbean flair. That's true. And, and that's the, the thing, like, Little Mermaid, like the original story, like takes place like in the in the Baltic region. Yeah, yeah. It's Hans Christian Andersen. Yeah, Swedish, I believe. So yeah, so Sweden. The original one. Like the, the but uh, this 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 adaptation of the movie is going to be changed. Rumors are it's going to be changed around to take place in Caribbean. That absolutely so, makes ooh. sense. They did the, the similar thing with Aquaman. Right? Yeah. Aquaman was originally a blonde-haired underwater person, and now it's taken them all. Yeah. So it absolutely makes sense that they would kind of change yeah. up where where it takes, takes place. place. Yeah. So I'm excited for this. I mean, I haven't heard Halle Berry sing, but I mean, seeing that she's been on tour with like Beyonce and Jay-Z. Oh, you should look it up. She's phenomenal. Yeah. And then, you know... Bailey. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, Halle Berry is also phenomenal, but like in a different. Halle Bailey, yeah, uh, yeah. But then uh, Melissa McCarthy, I'm kind of like on the fence. I'm like, I could, I, I'm on the fence. But Javier Bardem is King Triton. I'm excited to see that. And just add W. Diggs. I'm I'm throwing money at this film. So I'm sorry, Melissa McCarthy. Like, I don't think she has the presence. I don't. I don't hate her. Like she was good in like Ghostbusters. Yeah. 
but like if you were gonna cast a white girl which why like why would you not go with rebel wilson who absolutely nailed it at a hollywood bowl pretty much they're they're casting a white woman to take a black woman's voice so The original was a, like a right. five foot nothing. <laughs> yeah, the original like Ursula is this tiny, tiny white person. Yeah, yeah and a lot of soul. With the and shitty grin I've ever seen in my life. And she just embraces this role. It's her favorite role she's ever done. She has such a big voice. Do we have somebody we would rather have had for Ursula? Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. Queen Latifah. Have her do a crossover. Titus Burgess. Adele. Titus Burgess. Oh. Actually, I don't know if Adele has that. She has Adele that raspy. Really? I don't, it could be a new I take th- on it, though. I think Adele would would. Um, but can't do, she? Adele would do well in the role, but it would definitely be one of those like, mm, "This is going to be different, and we have to get used to it." Kind of things. Yeah, I think she'd be fine with it. I like her. her oh, literally, my there. least favorite Disney movie. I have yet to be impressed with any of the Disney remakes, aside from. Um, Cinderella, which was not a musical. So. I mean, a lot of was, was pretty good. good. I mean, you, you break it down. Ariel's a stalker. <laughs> the whole story is unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ariel, slightly Ariel, unfortunate. A lot stories. of these stories are very unfortunate Ariel when you really a look at it. Or every single one of the male heroes is a stalker. And yeah. All the other ones. Sleeping like, Beauty, into a, Cinderella, like all of who them. Walks into like, a forest, this girl. Who walks into a forest and just kisses a yeah. So, yeah. Right. Like, Ooh, I'll tell weird. you, I've never feel yet. <laughs> Sadly, the Congratulations. You, you ask so who, much. I just answer your question. Every <laughs> time he asks her to lay really Achievement still. unlocked. Necrophilia. They never so, yeah, got but, to how cold she was. Yeah. Like, yes, Debbie Diggs really is being cast. Oh, so Sebastian. Yeah. So, yeah. Cass, what do you got this week? <laughs> uh, much lighter topic. So, if you've ever gone to hell, uh, no. <laughs> Doom Eternal uh, was slated for a yes. November 22nd release. Yes. Uh, that has been pushed back to March 20th. No, yes. Wait, what? The reason for this is a reason that we've heard with a lot of video games recently. Um, they just needed more time for the developers to put out the game that they wanted to put out. Uh, it seems absolutely like they're being nice to the animators to the creators to the developers um they did say uh that invasion mode uh is now going to be a free update coming soon after the release of the game so we have all the things kind of in place for this game uh it's just going to take a little longer to put out and they wanted us to know that i don't understand this at all no i really don't they were play testing it at quake yeah so and people were reportedly having a really good experience, which indicates that it's not super. We literally buddy. talked to them. So. Like it's it's fine with me, but I don't get it. Do you like, think something just went catastrophically wrong? We don't know how much they, they were really testing. Really had that prior to it. Yeah. Not in a single player mode. Not that I know about. Yeah. Even the testers didn't get all the levels. They didn't get all the weapons. So. I mean, I'm a, I love Doom, and I've been so ready for this game. And honestly, with the way they announced, I was like, okay, I wasn't even mad. I was, I mean, disappointed. Yeah, but, but okay. honestly, though, if I mean, there might have been a bug that just came out of nowhere, something happened. But honestly, you know what? Then that's that's and that's the question that I put. But 
how do you have a bug that bad when you're already playing it? You're already mid-testing. Like I said, they weren't testing a complete game at QuakeCon. Mm -hmm. so. Right, but they're clearly down to release DLC at least after Alpha they're still. releasing well, the game. So that's... Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not mad about it, but I am super curious. It's a very, like, advanced point in testing to then retreat from and move your game back four months. I'm wondering if it has something to do with invasion mode. This is the first time that we've had an invasion mode, which uh, just FYI uh, it allows you to enter other people's campaigns as a playable demon. Uh, and they are, they do seem to be releasing this as a DLC, but I'm wondering if it's just something wrong with that in particular. Then you don't, you just hold it back. You just hold it back. Like, everything I know about technology just makes this kind of really weird. odd. Also, like, and, and I was kind of hoping this, like, there's been a lot of pushback for studios to treat their teams better. Huh. Yeah. I would Look hope at you, that... Sonic. You actually did yeah. it well. Well, everybody... Yeah. Everybody was doing this. So well. I, I could hope that maybe some of that's related to it. Hey, let's just scale back. We're, we're, it's going to take us some time, and let's take it. That's fine. It's a mature... It's what, what if nothing's wrong with the game? They're just too much competition coming out. No, everybody, everybody competes with that November. Not Bethesda. Everybody's bringing out stuff in November. I wonder if they're just scared. The other option is that they relocated some of their people to address like something different, but that yeah. doesn't seem likely either. They're pretty segmented. Like I said, just curious, not that concerned. I don't wondering. I don't know if these are competing markets, but March twentieth is less than a month after uh, Last of Us Two comes out. So I'm not sure that it's about competition. Yeah. Well, I don't know what's coming out right now. Gearing out for Cyberpunk. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Either way, it gives me more time to play Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Fair enough. And Pokemon Sword and Shield. My less guy, that. I'm not doing that. But now you have time. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff coming out in November. I got work to do. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's fair. And PlayStation 5. Oh. That's coming out next year. Yeah, that's not coming out this. They're going to finally upgrade the internet <laughs> card in that. Right, or the got? memory going up from 5 gigabytes. No. <laughs> not for free. So. If you have never heard of uh, something called negative latency, that's probably because it's not anything. It's not a thing. It's not a phrase. But Google Stadia this week said that it hopes to top like consoles and PCs and its online cloud-based gaming with something called negative latency that is basically a super high frame rate combined with predictive input. From your button pushing so basically they're going to predict what they think you're going to do and then pre-process it in the computer so that when you push it happens nearly instantly that's what they're hoping to do <laughs> so yeah negative latency not a thing you can't be faster than lan connections i don't think but i think it's an interesting idea you guys look fascinated <laughs> and full of words. Uh, but like, what if you don't do what they think you're going to do? Well, basically, you and I have never played with no latency. <coughs> oh, well, yeah. no, that's, fair. that's not something that we experience. I have pretty good internet, but still there's some latency in it. Uh, if you don't push it, it just 
processes what you did push. At first I was concerned, but it turns out that predictive input is just a pre-processing, like in the background kind of technical. Just what if this happens, then we have, okay, I, I feel like that's fair. They're in for a surprise because my moves are never logical. <laughs> <laughs> You think I'm gonna ult? I'm gonna back up and die. Gotcha, Google! <laughs> I didn't even want this mech. <laughs> Bye! You think I'm gonna shoot at the enemy? Nope, I'm gonna hide behind this wall. Gotcha, Google! Like something more. I hate these little tidbits on this. It's like, a, it's weird. I, I, I mean, they, they, they just, it's, it's, it's been just small little pinpricks of information from them. Yeah. Give me a give me an update. Give me a real update. Like the PlayStation Five one was moderate. That was a leak to the. <laughs> also, yeah, yeah they're, they're saying a launch of uh, February twenty twenty, which when Are is the, really? when is the Sony event? Not in February, I don't think. Oh, I'm here in holiday twenty twenty, and I'm also the leak was February twenty twenty. They would have had to have announced it though, wouldn't they? Look how they announced Xbox One. Fair enough. I don't think they would have had to announce it. I don't think we're going to see a new console in Until February. They're going to officially reveal it on uh, February 2020. Okay. Oh, okay. Reveal. That, that, that makes sense to me. Oh, oh, E3. E3. And everyone here can buy it right now. That's what they're going to do. They're going to. You can pre-order it. I'm probably wait a month. It didn't work out for Veronica Mars. That's all I'm saying. They did a thing at San Diego Comic Con where they were like, you can watch all the episodes right now, and then the season sucked. Yeah, but like, if you're in, if you're at a con, and somebody's like, here's a show that was depressing a lot of the time, and sometimes kind of funny, would you like to stop being an extrovert right now, and go hang out in your hotel room the whole time? Like, eh, yeah. Eh. Google Stadia, this whole thing, though, is just like, it's like Google Stadia. They're trying to convince us that it exists, but it doesn't. That's how I feel about all their updates, where... That's what I was thinking, is they, they don't want to they don't want any of these announcements to feel like a big reveal. They're just like, oh, remember we're doing Whispers, a thing? Give remember me we're seconds. doing a thing? What I'm getting from you it know? is that they don't get, they might not get gamers that much, because this this reduced lag thing is a hardcore gamer yeah. uh, kind of announcement, but you, you're not going to be set up for hardcore gamers yet, probably. And also, most of us have dealt with latency. Yeah, we're like, oh it's no. It's our biggest concern, and if it was, it doesn't, it's based on the internet connection. Like, I, I think if they don't get their stuff together, this could go the way of, like, the Google phone, where it's just... Yeah. I think it could go the way of, like, Facebook games, but, like, on a bigger scale, where it's kind of like, sure, it's kind of a thing, but, like... I used to play Uno on Facebook. Anything. I met a couple of friends off Uno Facebook, but I don't play them anymore. So. I don't... I've never Nobody played does. Facebook yeah. game, I don't think. Not for the tracks. Yeah, Sorry. 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 Uno <laughs> friends. Cora, what do you got with that for us this week? Well, I have more musical news this week. Yay! Yay! Boo! Oh, I'm sorry. There's a reflex. <laughs> That's going to be my punishment for you if I win. All right. So, last week I talked about Gonkutsuo having a musical coming out um, later in the year. 
Well, as I was checking the news for this week, I was going to try and do something non-anime related, but got pulled back in because there were four new anime musicals announced this week. Four. So we have to, we're just going to run real quick through them because, dear God. Okay. So the first one we're going to talk about, it. we're going to start on this, this side. Yes. Start this side top and just kind of go with it. So first we have the eighth, or no, I'm sorry, the sixth Token Ranbu musical coming out. Um, it will be premiering in Japan at the Tokyo Dome City Hall on November 22nd through the 20 through December 1st, and it's going to be jumping um, theaters um, up until January 18th. Um, looks really pretty. I highly recommend going and checking out the cast pictures they released this week, especially if you're a huge fan of costumes, because the costume porn is real. It's absolutely beautiful. And if, you, if you've never checked out Tokunranbu, I highly recommend checking that one out. Um, next to that, the one where you just see the, the portraits of people, because this was just announced, the hit anime Your Lie in April will have a musical coming out. There's no set date, but it will be released in um, January or in July of next year. Um, the director for this one is going to be the same, or the book, I'm sorry, for it will be penned by Ryoko Sakaguchi, who was the one who penned the book for The Tale of Princess Kagura and Mary and the Witch's Flower. Um, next up, the one in the bottom left. Right? The one with the baseballs. Um, Ofuri, or Big Windup, will have its third musical, or its third stage play coming out. Um, this one will be released, let's see, um, July 23rd, I believe. Hold on. Or we may not have a release date for this one yet. No, this one does not have a date yet. This was just announced that it's going to happen. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a liar. I can't read. February 2020. So in February, we will have a new baseball anime play. And last, but certainly not least, the third Yona of the Dawn will have their new stage play. Again, if you love costumes, I would highly recommend checking out the cast pictures. They're absolutely gorgeous. I wasn't going to try and do the same thing as I did with Gunkutsu last week because there's too many of these happening. Um... This one actually, yes, here we go. The play will run from in Tokyo from November 16th through November 23rd at the EX Theater in, in Tokyo. 16th through the 23rd. November 16th through November 23rd. Only two weekends. Is that normal? Um, for a stage play of, it's... Of a, a not ridiculously popular anime. Yes. Like, Yona is popular, but it's not like super duper popular. Okay. Like, not like Token Ron Blue or Big Windup. Okay, so do, do some of these animes have more musicals than they do seasons? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mentioned the Prince of Tennis one last week. That one has like thirteen musicals, and it only had like three seasons. <laughs> they did. They did recently start re-releasing that anime, so it's very possible that there's more that I don't know about. Okay, but I, I was just curious because you, you were talking about this a little bit off camera earlier. Like you said, yeah, there's. <laughs> So many, so many musicals for all these animes, and that kind of got me thinking, are there more musicals of certain animes than there are actual seasons? 
And are they just redoing the same season, just different ways, or are they doing like their Does own thing? Does it follow thing? the manga, maybe? Um, well, oh, yeah. in in the case of Prince of Tennis, because that's the one I have the most knowledge of, what it'll be is we're going to have a match against insert rival school here. And it'll be their like prep time up to that, their various matches there, and their victory or their defeat. Okay. And there's not much in there that they need to do really and then some of those are also like we're gonna have a reunion and so they'll do songs from the from previous seasons with those actors and just perform them and it's really weird and sometimes the lyrics get just so corny but that also depends on the anime itself with prince of tennis it's super corny but with things like Yu Yu Hakusho or um, Black Butler, they're a little bit more serious. Ah, Black Butler, I haven't heard that name in a while. That makes yeah. perfect Musical sense freak. to me. It's like Ryan Murphy. Yeah. Like maybe you can write one season. It doesn't mean an ongoing story is very different from great moments that you could have to make a musical out of. Yeah. My takeaway from this whole story? Four theater companies were mad as hell because they all made their announcement on the same week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's not just that they made their announcement on the same week. A lot of them are happening at the same time. The uh, Token Ranbu and the Yona plays are happening in the same time frame because Token Ranbu starts on November 22nd and Yona will be ending theirs, but still, like, there's a lot of overlap with some of these. They're in Tokyo, though, right? Like, yeah, all of these are happening in Tokyo. Yeah, we're starting mad there. about that. As oh, long so as you you're like, in different neighborhoods, Tokyo yeah. is so big. So you go to like one in the morning and go to the one in the afternoon if they have multiple shows. Oh yeah, definitely. And like I've mentioned this before, I would love to see these on stage because I mean, even from the pictures that I've seen from the plays themselves, like from the actual stage, not just like the post pictures. Yeah. They do a really great job with the costumes. The wigs look immaculate. They get great actors that look like the characters and give off the same energy as those characters. And you can tell that all of them are having a great time. And there are some of them that will even, they used to do a thing on YouTube. Like they would go to YouTube and they would act in character while doing stupid stuff backstage. I don't know if they still do that. That was like selective actors. Um, I can't remember who it was, but there was one that was really big into it. You know, if this was Western culture, I would think they were mad about it. Like, that they're all doing it on the same run. Eastern culture, it may be an announcement or a push they're trying to make to the world. Like, we want to be known for yeah. musicals now. And again, Maybe. and again, just like last week, I don't know if these are going to be streamed over in the U.S., any or on the internet at any point i really hope so because there are a lot of them that are really great um certain bands like larkin seal and some others in japan have proven that you can sell tickets to a live stream and people will buy it for entertainment purposes like this so i think hopefully like especially if they're at the tokyo dome or something like that they will do that because I do want to see the token round, but I just really want to see those costumes in action. I'm Cars not going to Like, bring back J-Rock! Yes! Yes. Well, actually, J-Rock is making a big comeback, but that's a topic for another time. Well, this is along those lines, <laughs> kind of. So, Jason. Something equally happy from you, I assume? I... Uh-oh. Get ready, folks. Oh, he, he crashed the... Uh-oh. Okay, he's ready. So... 
Hearthstone player, uh, Chung Ming Wai, otherwise known as Blitz Chung, decided at the end of his victorious game of Hearthstone to yell, Liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our age. <clears throat> During this post-match interview, and um, basically Blizzard said, oh, sorry, you pissed off the wrong people. Issuing him a suspension for a year from gameplay and revoking his winnings of $10,000. They claim the rule is engaging in an act that in Blizzard's sole discretion brings into public disrepute offends a portion or group of the public or otherwise damages Blizzard's image. Now, the video has since been deleted. They also fired the team that was interviewing him, which, holy shit. Um, <clears throat> basically, this is due to Blizzard being owned 4.9% uh, by Tencent, a Chinese company. Um, they also own parts of companies Epic, Ubisoft, and Riot. Current Hong Kong, currently in Hong Kong, in case you didn't know, people are mad as hell and protesting in the streets. Why? Because of a recent law that China had, was trying to push on Hong Kong to basically allow them to extradite criminals. They pretty much saw this as a way for China to get a hold of maybe journalists and other people that just, hey, we don't like what you said about it because they have a very sensitive leader. He's very, very sensitive about his Winnie the Pooh image, which also <laughs> pisses him off because he thinks, well, people have made a comparison that he looks like Winnie the Pooh. Is that really He's that like bad? Like Is it really that bad? No. It's Winnie. No. Oh, bother. Anyway, <laughs> you got Jason things like say, oh bother. Things like this have caused Disney not to not to license anything Winnie the Pooh related in China because can't piss off where that paycheck is coming from. Well, <laughs> um, back to the protest though. Uh, the protest was um, to get this bill kicked off, um, and kudos to the people of Hong Kong because they said, okay, we won't vote on the bill. That wasn't good enough. Okay, we'll suspend it. That's not good enough. Okay, we'll yank it indefinitely. That's not good enough because now, even though the bill has been fully pulled, they are still protesting because they want uh, investigations into police brutality that happened during the protest, uh, amnesty for everyone that was arrested, and the resignation of uh, Carrie Lam, the chief executive of Hong Kong. <sighs> okay, now there's also been some flare-up from Matt Stone and uh, I can't think of Trey's last name. From South Park, Parker? they recently had Trey Parker. Yeah. yeah, they recently had an episode that, oh, for lack of a better word, said "fuck you, China." They, they recreated a. Scene they basically, from... yeah, and uh, they issued a very awesome apology. Go find <laughs> it. It's it's not much more, but also Houston Astros owner, um, what is his name? No, Houston Daryl Morey. Houston Rockets owner Daryl Morey. NBA. Um, also had um showed support for Hong Kong Nationals. And apparently that has caused China to pull preseason games from Chinese television. And they're not showing any NBA. They're... Even though they're having a game there currently in Shanghai, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. but it's not broadcast or anything. There's no one. It's basically an empty gym. Yeah. So basically with all of that, people have um, not been happy with Blizzard's decision. Let's get back to Blitzjump. The man won a competition. He worked his, worked his ass off for and won. And now they're going to deny him his winnings. That is unacceptable to a number of people who've decided, you know what, Blizzard? Maybe we just need to break up for a little while. Oh, I, no. too have, I too have put Overwatch away for a while. And I love Overwatch. Just not right now. Unfortunately, some people have found it difficult to delete their accounts with the authenticator not working on all fronts. 
Interesting that that just went down just now. But anyway. Four Apennines. Interesting. Yeah. I, you know, hey, technology fails. It's getting the benefit of the doubt. But four times? Well, also getting in on this are the protesters in China who have adopted a new figure to rally behind, and it's May. Let me yes, just put the image th back this, up there. There has been some beautiful artwork of May as a rallying figure for processes in China. Why? Because since they're so sensitive about things, it would be a shame if Overwatch got banned in China. Be a, be a shame if something like that happened. Just saying. Anyway, um, everyone is allowed to have their opinion on that. And I will go ahead and like to state my opinion right now. Waozhan Zhang Xinjiang. I stand with them. I didn't learn it in any language. Their protest reminds me of what Occupy Wall Street was trying to do and failed at so dramatically because they didn't have clear goals. That's mm -hmm. what I love about this is they're like, we want these things. It's clear, concise, like action verbs. Like when we get these things, we stop protesting. Like Americans could seriously learn a thing or two oh, from Hong Kong. I applaud their protesting. It is, it is, it is a a good aroma and everything. I love what they were doing with the tear gas grenades. They had a team where they put the cone over, dump, killing the smoke, pour some water in. It's grenade dead. And it was, I mean, it was happening immediately. Activated charcoal, the tennis racket guy, like booting it back. <laughs> that was like, my favorite one. Yeah, like that a, was. We need an instructional video from them to yeah. like distribute. You know, in case, in case we need it. Anyway, which we also, have in the past six months. Parting for <laughs> emergency services, yeah. that kind of thing has just been really impressive. Blizzard, I could almost get behind a little bit of what they did. Because if you're going to be like, we're not allowing political statements, then you have to disallow all political yeah. statements. But taking his entire winnings and banning him for a year yeah. was just blatantly their profiteering or whatever off yeah. China. They have 5% holding, Tencent or whatever. Uh, they have larger holdings than other. I think Epic, they own 100% of. No, I know, but like they have... 5% of Blizzard, but they were responsible for 12% of their earnings last quarter. I, look, I understand it is a very lucrative market and everything, but we complain about free speech in this country. And I'm sorry, when another country is actually getting on our own country's free speech, it's kind of cause for alarm. It's one of the times where I'm like, maybe we should pull all of our, all of our companies out of China. Oh my God, did I just agree with that whole thing? Anyway. I'm sorry. It's it is it is bothersome to see this right now. I love. I mean, Overwatch. I'm obviously a huge fan. I. It was really disappointing. That's the only word I can think of to, to see the complete lack of response from Blizzard after all of it went down. To see like the caster crying on his Twitter account, like literally sobbing that his opportunities are gone when they just conducted the interview. So how, how will this like affect everyone that like all the, I guess the esports like for Overwatch and all that, is it going to affect it in any sort of way? Do you think they're off for the most part? And I think they really need to be glad that they did this when they were in their off. I don't think they would have pulled something like this during uh, Overwatch League. Uh, I don't I think, think they could have dealt with the backlash. 
they they may have their um i mean they're in the middle of prepping for overwatch world cup right now which is like the olympics kind of in that it doesn't really matter but everyone represents their countries that kind of can matter but it doesn't i don't know like, well granted we have people in the united states who are pro-china and not and against hong kong i don't think it would have happened this way or i feel like jeff would have addressed it jeff kaplan the game director for overwatch would have said something but yeah i don't know overwatch in general has had pretty good pr better clarity yeah on purpose well i hope blizzard reverses course and just gives give give blitz his money back that he earned i I wouldn't even care about that as much if they didn't suspend him like and then made it difficult oh, yeah, for def- everybody else. Yeah, yeah, definitely unsuspend it. Just, just back off of this. It, it went bad. It didn't go how you thought it was going to go. We I, hate you now. You I've shot seen... yourself in the foot, then you shot yourself in the other foot by not allowing people to express their own right of deleting their accounts or whatever. So I will. It sounds it's greedy. I will say, and this may just be coincidence, but I think it's funny. So all of that happened yesterday. Or a lot of it really hit the fan yesterday. So as y'all know, I play 14, Final Fantasy 14, and it, there's usually like a, a wait to get online of like maybe 10 people, 15 max during the week. There was a wait of almost 30 people for me to get on last night. And I got on actually kind of late when there shouldn't have been that much of a wait time. And whenever I went into a major city, I lagged so bad. I started, I couldn't Ooh. run well. Like, I tried to cast a spell, and I just stayed in the spell casting position as I ran kind of thing. I mean, same. Yeah, and it was in all of the major cities or in all of, like, the, like, um, big crystal areas. And it didn't click until today. I was like, oh, wait. Because a bunch of people jumped ship from 14 to go, to go to WoW Classic when that happened. So I'm wondering if a bunch of those people came back. Maybe. I've seen a hilarious to me suggestion that you go to like comments or group chat and type f china and f their stupid whatever and they're like and then blizzard will ban your account so problem solved oh Oh, Oh, there you go go. like that's kind of ingenious but also modern problems modern solutions (laughs) (laughs) anyway okay that's the news um uh, in our chat, actually, that question about the uh, fan, fan expo. Those are up, actually. I just okay. checked it. I, I right. put a link in there. Um, we're actually going to be at Fan Days, but we're also trying to go to Retro Palooza, so we might be splitting the team, which that's fine. We have plenty of teams. Split the team. party. Split the Don't party. Don't you know? No! You never split the party. We've got plenty of gear and Always enough, enough bodies to, uh, to, take care, all. to take care of this. So, yeah. Um, we're going to send our bard and our clerics and our druid in one and then just fighters in the other. Hey. Well, what's near? He's not. Yeah. He better have second wind up. Yeah. <laughs> and then on that, we are playing D&D this Saturday on our Twitch channel. Is that D&D? Twitch.tv slash SCNS Live. Check us out 3 p.m. Saturday. We're, we're, in, we're, we're going to die. Or is it, do, or is it two or what three? What time is it? Three. It's, it's usually, usually three. three. It's three. Okay. It's, yeah, we can change times if need be. Not now. It's too late. Why not? I just told people. Three. Three o'clock. Three o'clock. Tres. All times. Tres. Tres. Join us at three for some more dandy. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, on to the spoopy season. We got to figure out ways to have fun with, with the family. Yeah. 
not just us, not scaring the crap out of people. Sitting there with a bowl of candy corn. Well, scaring the crap out of people. What'd you say? Sitting there with a bowl of candy corn. Get out. Yum. What? I'm no. with you on that, Rick. Thank I'm you. with you. Sugar Hold mixed on. with earwax. Candy corn? Candy corn is delicious. They it's literally, disgusting. It was literally invented to feed chickens. Like, this was not meant I for like humans. I like chicken. But it's made out of I sugar. I love that chicken. Fun fact. I like cow. I like beef too, but I don't eat grass. Like it's, <laughs> it's not I mean, the do same you, thing. Do you eat fruit or vegetables? Vegetables come from the ground. That wasn't my point. <laughs> my, my favorite really part. Go for right now. Yeah. My favorite part of Halloween is I like giving out candy at this house because you know, for good costumes, I give out the full size candy bars. I like to beat that house. <gasps> oh. But if you're a teenager, you come up without a costume. You basically get a Taco Bell sauce packet. <laughs> Are you serious? And ketchup. That's amazing. Yeah. They don't know what I'm putting in there. <laughs> That's amazing. Hey, I'm, hey, teenagers will get candy if they come here. But if you come with no costume, oh, that's cool. There you go. I have them set to the side in the bowl. I, I got so mom, I got fire. Kids, <laughs> and and if, if they have really awesome costumes, you're going to get a bomb ass. Oh yeah, they get bar. the full. They get full size. You no, can put it, a little like check it, mark on your map. But next if you are high, house, you have a good costume. as a mother, but I make sure that they see come to his great, house. Great costume. There's a three musketeer. Yo, you know. Can I get some Taco Bell sauce packets, please? For the other ones, oh y'all don't have a costume. Well, here you go, guys. Happy Halloween, and I just keep it in my hand and put it in their bag. That's amazing. What? You should I might do that this like, year. They can still use it. Yeah. Yeah. Hand out like. Flossers and mini toothbrush sets. Like, you get the little plastic maze house. thing with the cardboard. You have to get the little metal yeah. the ball bearing. I like those. No. Candy. It's about the candy. That's fair. They're Maybe you should give them a little blizzard cards or something. Oh, Jason. 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 What? You give them a sauce packet. But you poke a hole in it. No. So it no. just slowly. No, no, yes. no, no, no. Oh. no, I got no they can have got, good stuff in there. I got one, I'm not I got one better for you. Oh. Teenagers with bad costumes? Give them spam. No. Bad costumes will get candy. No, <laughs> no costume. No costume yeah. gets spam. I'm not a monster. It says the guy okay. who gives out sauce packets. No, 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 no. I appreciate that. Like I don't I don't necessarily always necessarily have money for a good costume, but I make an effort. Yeah. See, an effort. An effort will get you her, some fun size bars. Or... Might be going uh, as the uh, if anyone watched Community, the human oh, no. beings. That's just a oh, white no. war suit with drawn on eyes and a mouth. Oh no! Oh my god, I love it. So, <laughs> on to family powers. friendly movies. Exactly. Rick, this was your topic. Started off. Uh, so this movie as a child scared scared me. I actually didn't watch it. Until about twenty, I didn't fully watch it until about twenty thirteen, and there's a reason why I watched it, which I'm not gonna get into. But the first one of the, it is a classic. I think it is kind of like one of those movies that every child needs to see at some point. Uh, but Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. It oh, scared you. It scared the why? the claymation, like the claymation, the way the characters looked. It just, I, I didn't like it. It just scared me. It was creepy, and like you know, first my first horror film ever was Silence of the Lambs, which is not a kids film. But... How old were you when you saw this movie? Silence of the Lambs? No, not Silence of the Lambs. Oh. Family friendly fool. Oh, first time I saw the first time the, the first time I I kind of saw Nightmare. 
Nightmare, I was probably about seven or eight. And then when I okay. fully watched it, I was 23. So there's a good long gap That's there. Gap. You yeah. watched it with us right after you got back from Korea. Yes, I did. Oh, when wow. I watched it with y'all, that was like the second time, second or third time I'd seen it. I saw it with a former friend of mine. Oh, yeah, because you got back like mid-October, right? But, I mean... Seeing it now, I mean, it's my, one of my wife's favorite movies. It's some of my friends' favorite movies. Um, but yeah, no, that's it. It is. It can be kind of creepy and scary. I think for some kids, like Xavier was for me. Uh, but once you watch it, it, it really is wholesome. So I think that at least I like that. So. It I don't consider it a Halloween movie, like which is weird. I think we usually watch it in between Halloween and Christmas. Yeah. It's a Thanksgiving film for them. No. Yeah, ish, yeah. Like about halfway in between Halloween and Christmas when you're trying to, you're getting out of the spooky mood and into the Christmas mood. Yep. I don't know, it's great for that. They're one in the same mood. I like <laughs> yeah. spider whips on my Christmas tree, leave me alone. That's real weird. Um, so mine is obviously Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day. Uh, <laughs> no, oh, genuinely, God. that's not mine, but I was really scared of the um, the. The the yeah, the Heffalumps and Woozles song, song in his dream is terrible. I still don't like it. I watched that again recently, actually, and it was... It's creepy, right? I didn't realize how creepy that was. Yeah, it's a weird song in a minor key uh, combined with abstraction and morphing. Like, it's terrifying. With also, uh, the entire song is about the inevitability like they will come they and they will get scary than zombies like, yeah like the whole thing is based on no matter what you want they will take it from you and so it genuinely scared me that is not what i'm talking about though i'm talking about Coraline, uh which is oh yeah it's iffy it's the family friendly it's the button eyes movie it's from neil gaiman uh, uh and it was adapted it's got uh keith david in it whom i i adore but uh I don't know. It's a very, very creepy movie. There are a couple of scenes that I genuinely, even now, I do not care for. Anything with, like, the needles. The, they sew his mouth. That, and there's a there's a time when a face just kind of almost, like, melts off, and I don't like that. Isn't that also, like, a claymation movie? Like yes, it's, it is. See, claymation movies... It's creepy. They, they, like, James Allen Peach, also not a curse, not a Halloween film. Mm, but too creepy. Creepy. Yeah. Uh, oh, the chicken run creepy. Walls and Gromit creepy. I don't like those those faces, anyways. Though yeah, the Walls and Gromit face. Is so that because the chicken. Oh, I thought you meant chicken run. I'm like they're not supposed to have expressions. Corpse so. Bride creepy. Frankenweenie creepy. It's the whole animation thing. It's creepy. Anyway, so yeah, Coraline creepy movie. Family friendly is kind of iffy, but uh, maybe for I like, would definitely say Halloween Halloween scary movie. Yeah. Maybe for like ten year olds and up. Although the younger, the younger the child gets, the less they seem to be bothered by it, because they're just like, "Oh yeah, that one's bad." Actually, um, Gaiman actually talked about that at one point because the story itself is focused more on what a parent's fear is more than a child's fear. The, there's a parental fear that your child could be in some kind of horrible danger, like Coraline was, and you have to watch that happen spoilers this movie's old enough that goes we can talk about spoilers they're in a snow globe and they have to watch her fighting this horrible monster all by herself oh wow i forgot about that yeah and yeah. 
it's it's terrifying. It's terrifying to watch anyway, especially if you have arachnophobia, regardless. But as an adult, it's a lot more unsettling because, like, my mom does not like that movie. Yeah, I loved it. I but... watched it recently, and it scared me. I and I love horror. I went and saw it in uh, when it came out. I went and saw it in the theater. Uh, without any children and also I was with a guy who's like 15 years older than me that we'd go see movies together yeah. sometimes he was awesome he's very introverted and doesn't but we'd go was... see movies we were the only two like adults without kids in the theater and like a five-year-old started crying at one point after some part in the movie and we're Why like yep that tracks and we just kind of sat there and laughed and when they when they busted out the buttons I was like hey <laughs> that's happened we went to go see uh big hero six a preview and that we were like the only two people without any children we we're sitting there bawling our faces off it was so hard to watch it's so hard it's so sad when we went and saw it Cameron and I went and saw Despicable Me like before it came out. James Wallace got us tickets actually, and I said I was going to bring my little brother to this pre screening. Oh, he, he shows thought. up and he's like 22, <laughs> and they're like, What? I'm like, He's my little brother. Yeah. <laughs> so, what movie you got, Kat? I don't know. I wrote down a few. Like, uh, I like the newer Ghostbusters. That's kind yeah. of borderline too. You need to be like probably twelve or thirteen, but really Ooh. anything I would watch with my parents because they're family friendly. Fair. And yeah. we watched that with my dad. It was okay. It's a little creepy sometimes, but most of it's the uh, fairly innocuous. The carnival. The carnival ghosts are kind of creepy. Uh, I don't think the big doughy dude is particularly scary, but yeah, the carnival ghosts are kind of unsettling yeah the og ghostbusters are good i was gonna too. counter with that one that was actually my my oh really it was the ghost i didn't mention the ghostbusters go ahead well like yeah no the first ghostbusters yeah. the original it actually scared me as like just because i mean the first scene is the the, the librarian ghost which oh no yeah. nope. nope yeah because she's quiet and then kill you next yeah. <laughs> that yeah exactly uh, that was pretty terrifying as a kid. Um, the other one I was looking at, and I, I'd forgotten about this one, uh, The Witches with Angelica Houston. Oh, it's from the 90s. There is a scene oh, yeah. on that um, where the witches start pulling their normal faces off. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> and as a kid, you know, it, and it's, it's still a family-friendly movie, but as a kid watching, I'm just like, it, like, it is very visceral, the yeah. layers of makeup. And as an adult, I appreciate that they had a mask over a mask. But when they start pulling them off, yeah. no, no, sir. So it's family friendly, or, except for like that one, one bit. Yeah, they, and, and, it's, and they're wet. They have that sticky appearance, oh, yeah. too. And I remember vividly as a, and actually, Angelica Houston, great actress. Oh, she was perfect for a witch. She was terrifying so in The Witches. Yeah. So I, uh, I had almost forgotten about that movie because I only seen it a couple of times. Man, ooh boy! Yeah. Corey, you got any films? I do. There is one film that I watch every single Halloween season, which I'm going to be watching that this weekend. Actually, 
That's Paranorman. Again, it's another stop-motion animation movie. It's actually made by the same studio, Studio Leica, that did Coraline. Fun fun enough. Um, If you've never seen Paranorman, it's adorable. And it's actually not that scary. It's about a kid who can see ghosts. And you know this right off the bat. He's like friends with every ghost in town. And over, like, something starts happening in the town and he starts trying to solve it because he's the only one that can stop the bad thing from happening because he's the only one that has the compassion enough to actually try instead of just putting a Aww. band-aid over it. And it's a really good one. It really is. And like, honestly, one of the reasons you should watch it to begin with is the attention to detail with the puppets, like Norman's ears, like, cause they do like the like stick out ear kind of style. You can see the light through the eyes or through the ears that's how thin the puppet is and i was watching like a i I think the dvd i have is like a behind the scenes thing with it it was it's fascinating to watch especially if you like that kind of stuff it's beautiful so but the story itself okay yeah yeah like story itself is fantastic um i didn't know if this counted but i have a show that i watch every year too is it so weird huh is it so weird no. Which one is it? Over the Garden Wall. <gasps> yes, I just watched that again. Yep, it's in the fall season. It's on Halloween. It's perfect, and it's perfect for the family. I think I watched it for the first time. Yeah, for the first time last year. It was after A Fest because mm-hmm. I ran into the Beast. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh this is interesting. Yeah, cosplayer that I don't know who he is. Dane or something. Yeah, think, but is a phenomenal. My my friends Issa and Gretchen they. They, they showed me pictures of a cosplay they did of that, and then I went over to their apartment when we lived in Bedford, and we went through the whole thing like in a couple hours. Yeah, and, it's not that yeah. long. And then uh, a year later, or I guess a few months later after that, I was attending a Comic Con. It was two kids dressed as, the, as as the kids, and the one with the little tea kettle. Work? No. Work? No, no, not work. Um, Greg. Uh, he looked at me and just reaches out and gives me a piece of candy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, a piece of candy. Did he give you rock facts? He did not. The kids oh. were a little shy. But oh, I took okay. a picture of it and I sent it to my friend, S.A. Gretchen. Oh, they so like, they're like, we're living through you right now because this happened to you. And, but we're big fans. I'm like, yes, I know. That's why I sent it to you guys. Um, a couple of the movies I wanted to mention. Um, Casper from 1995. With, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Christina Ricci as... Uh, and Bill Pullman and Dan Aykroyd was in it as a Ghostbuster. Yeah, who are you gonna call? Somebody Not, else. Yes. <laughs> uh, another one, uh, a Disney Channel original movie, uh, Halloween Town. Uh, uh, there's actually four of them now. It's Halloween, Halloween Town High, uh, or Halloween Town Return of Kalmar. It's a whole, it's a whole series. Actually, it's oh. really, really good. There's another. There's one that we haven't mentioned. Uh, is it start with an H? Uh, second word starts with a P. Yeah, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't say that. There's someone in our neighborhood that has cutouts of the three witches in there. Yeah, that that house looks like fun, and I really want to visit them on Halloween. I have to ask, because I personally haven't seen this movie yet, but I think some of you have. Uh, is Coco one that I should add to my list? Yes. yes. Day of the Dead, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Coco. Yep. Coco. Coco. We watched absolutely. Dia, uh, Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I just want to point out, Jason, you look to me, the white person, instead of to Ricardo, the Hispanic, on the pronunciation. I guess I don't see color. Oh, my God. 
Anyway, so with Coco, yeah, I actually, when that movie came out, man, I, I Chelsea and I watched it, and we we were bawling our eyes out. And <laughs> she was like, "Why would you do this to me?" I'm like, "Because this is my heritage." But it is, it is a very, it is a family, it is a family family film. It is also very. One thing I love about Disney that they do. This was technically Pixar, though. Pixar, well, Disney Pixar. One thing that they I, I absolutely love that they do because they did the same thing with Moana and a couple other films. They sent a team for a couple of weeks down to whatever country the movie takes place in, and they take hundreds of thousands of photos. They interview people. They they experience the culture. They 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 made like. The masks and they were making the food they were getting hands-on how everything was they didn't just kind of like look around and like okay cool we kind of got an idea no they they experienced it and they and watching that movie i've been i've never really grown up celebrating day of the dead but knowing about it uh and seeing some of my other family members celebrating seeing that i was like i don't really celebrate this but i love the respect and time that they put into Coco because I know for like for like my mom and her dad I know it, that movie I think it meant a lot more to them than it probably did me but at the same time it's kind of like I, I love how much effort they put into it it's just like yeah. it's not just another film for them it's like same thing with Moana yeah, yeah. And this uh, is in addition to hiring culture like consultants yeah help yeah. them yes. out they also send it to me and a lot of the voice actors, even though the movie was in English, a lot of them were Hispanic act, uh, voice actors, yeah. or had some sort of Hispanic origin to them, like Benjamin Bratt. Um, Something we're doing a little bit better at as a society, yeah. finally. Like not a lot, but a little bit. Yeah. Baby yeah. steps. And um, one thing I do want, like I just want to throw in this tidbit because I didn't notice it when I watched Coco, and it, it's not a spoiler yeah. or anything. Um, the dog that follows the main character around that breed of dog is um associated with um guides for the dead it's actually like i think it's interesting that a lot of cultures have dogs that guide people like guide their spirits to the afterlife and that's the breed of dog that followed him around everywhere that dog is that breed i can't remember the name of it right now that's because if it was the hairless dogs you would think it was terrifying the afterlife based on cats being also like, they, ah! would, they wouldn't lead you anywhere to their cats they, they that is you. true there's oh. one other movie i wanted to mention it's not one of my favorites but it is a classic beetlejuice Ooh, um, yeah. that tells a lot i but like yes. it it's not one of my favorite movies but yeah like it's considered very family friendly i don't think it would have freaked me out as a kid even when he like they have the one he has the one the he gets one the one moment. f-bomb yeah 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 and, the, and he he plays it so he really really does i i recently watched beetlejuice again is it good does it's, that hold up oh, it yeah. does oh, yeah. yeah it still holds up especially if you like cheesy 90 like the, that 90s aesthetic in the movies i think it was Jean Neal's one of her oscars right yes yeah one of my favorite makeup artists design so, this look yeah. so uh, he did great or two more movies i might mention real quick because we're all running out of time uh tower of terror from the disney channel legend movie which is which was inspired by the ride at disneyland which then became over disney world and then the other one was uh it skipped my mind so i will mention it later it, it floated, it just floated. Like an hour. it floated out of my ear just watch for a facebook post when he finally remembers that <laughs> anyway guys thank you for joining us 
for another oh, hour of Megaplex. This... Sorry. Oh, I remember that movie. I it didn't watch Disney, it. It was another Disney Channel original movie, all which is going to be on Disney Plus here in about three weeks. Really? Yeah. Oh. You done interrupting me, boy? Anyway, give him my hat. Anyway, thank you guys oh, out there in the super cool oh. nation for joining us. I'm just us. kidding. I wanted to interrupt you. <laughs> and that's it. Goodbye. Anyway, <laughs> uh, like I said, we'll be playing some D&D this weekend. Uh, there is a new episode of Alternate Heads up on the YouTube channel. We'll talk about the stuff that we saw from New York Comic Con. And this week we are recording anime TV. Yeah. Cora, what are we watching this weekend? Uh, this weekend we are going to be watching the quintessential quintuplets for our fifth episode. It no, seriously, what are we watching? The quintessential quintuplets. Are they all essential? Yes. Okay. So anyway, and that of course will be released on Tuesday. Go to the channel and also check out some of the episodes of Super Cool Nerd Nation. Those are good interviews you've been doing, Ricardo. Thank you. They are on hold for temporary as I get acclimated to my new job. So, But there's plenty to catch up on. 15, 15 episodes. There's 15 to watch. Almost, most of them are almost an hour. So, And of course, follow us on Facebook.com slash Live and on Twitter and Instagram at SCNSLive. If you want to follow us personally, you can find me at JCX on Twitter and Instagram, and also doing things with Now with Me. Is your thing now that you just steal other people's outros? I've only got so many that I can get through. I totally, that was totally reflex because I didn't see that until it was about two feet in front of me. Like if I, I was, if I had watched her throw that from there, she'd hit me right in the face. And I'm so <laughs> sad you moved. Do you want me to hit him in the face? No. Yes. Here this you go. Is... Oh, see, it oh. her. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Sometimes on Twitter at Better Cat. Uh, you can find me actually doing things with now with milk. <laughs> I guess that's not important. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Good Cat. You can find me on Instagram under NerdyRick89. I am doing the 365 day challenge. Uh, I I missed numbers the other day, but I've not missed a day. But I fixed my numbering. Uh, and then of course, you're going to watch Super Cool Nerd Nation on our YouTube channel. Uh, 15 episodes are up. More will be coming here in the next month or so as I after I get acclimated to my new job, uh, which is pretty cool. So. All right. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Corodono. It's spelled down below. I am doing Sketchtober this month with a D&D theme. So each day I've been posting a new sketch related to D&D and the prompts. Today's prompt was healing and tomorrow's will be imagination. Or if you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Hawk's Perch where I scream into the void about Suikoden. The void has started to answer back, but it's not loud enough. Please join me in screaming in at Suikoden, about Suikoden. And today is Ted Day, so of course, scream out, sweet it in, sweet it in. There. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's our show. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. And as we always say, keep, keep on, on nerding. The elite. The elite. Beetlejuice. All right, that is our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the live video version of this podcast, you can find it on Facebook and YouTube at SCNS Live. And if you want to join the SCNS Live community, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you for listening and have an amazing week.
Dale, 